Simplified Chaos, episode 197. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. everybody. Welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, and I'm with my co-host, partner, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? We hope you all are having an amazing week. We are down to the final four episodes of Simplified Chaos. Yes, we are stopping at episode 200, if you haven't heard. (laughs) Special announcement. But we hope you all are having an amazing week here, and we've got another great episode here for you today. Jilly, what are we diving into? I feel like you need to introduce this because you're the one who came up with this idea. Yeah, I think what we're going to talk about is when the universe is calling for you to do something, you run. You don't walk, you run, you go chase it down. I thought you were going to say run away from it. You run away from it. You (laughs) go the complete opposite direction. (laughs) No, this is, uh, we'll we'll get into that a little bit further. Um, It kind of sparked today. Just some recent events that happened here, and this has a lot to do with Jilly, so I'm really excited to dive into this. But before we do, as always, we'd love to show some gratitude. So Jilly, what are you grateful for this week? I am grateful for this warm weather that has trickled into our lives. Yeah. Today, it got to 70 degrees, and it was... It's funny, it didn't get to 70 degrees until like 5 (laughs) o'clock, but once it did, it was like seals and shorts and a t-shirt... You know, I'm stripping down clothes, more, all of our neighbors are outside walking around and just conversing. Neighborhood is definitely more lively. Yeah, it's way more active now and just sitting outside, like watching the sky and the clouds and just, just, just vibing, you know, and, uh, it's like this, I don't know, great reminder that warm weather is coming and all the new things that warm weather brings. It's exciting. So and I got like my first uh, burn tan. I don't know. What yeah, that was yesterday it. when we were at the skate park with Lucille. The sun yeah. made out. You got with your me. base layer, <laughs> is what they call it. Instead of sun kiss, just sun made out. Yeah, you know? it just—it's a hardcore. It's funny we base. caught up with some neighbors yesterday after after everybody had had their day outside, and we were all red. We all didn't do the same thing together, but we were all outside and all had the uh, the same redness, so it was fun. Everyone's like, "It's nice. We're gonna stay outside all day." Yeah the beginning of the year you forget all about sunscreen then it's like oh yeah i guess you gotta use that (laughs) i think it's at like the bottom of lucille's backpack and i'm like probably should make sure it's not expired number one and that you know it's 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 with us now because it's gonna get warm and sun's gonna be shining gotta find some from a good animal source yeah you keep talking about like beef tallow sunscreen and i have no idea what that is we gotta find some is does that even exist maybe (laughs) (laughs) all right nick You'll have to do some research and get back to us. Will do. Uh, but what about you? What, do you? what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for my once-a-year fantasy baseball draft. Yes, I'm that, a nerd. That lasts forever. That lasts forever. <laughs> they, they do take a long time, but it is awesome being able to catch up with the fellas. It's, uh, it kind of sucks a little bit, though, because I wasn't able to be there in person. But at the same time, you know, got to see everybody. On, you know, we do it kind of hybrid. Some people are in person. Some people are virtual and this year was a virtual event so for for me at least 
And but it was just great to catch up with everybody, see everybody, talk baseball. Baseball season is here. It starts Thursday. I'm so excited for that. Lucille seems to be really interested in it. So uh, we'll see if we can get her to her first baseball game this year, maybe first couple of games. We have a minor league park down here about an hour away from us. But we also travel back to Maryland often, and there's always good old Oriole Park at Camden Yards, one of the classic stadiums. So we hopefully will get a chance to take her there as well. I feel like the universe is definitely calling Lucille's name to the stadium because she is always like asking questions, like interacting more like on the baseball fields at parks, running the bases, wanting to know more about the game and like even seeing pictures of Camden Yards like, oh, is that the stadium? And like she's just like really excited about it. So it feels like it's it's the right time. It's time. It's yes. definitely the right time. Yeah, absolutely. Good segue, Jilly, into today's discussion. So we really we're, we're getting ready to go to Delaware, Ocean City, and Maryland to visit family. So we will be gone the next week and a half. And we were like, we need to podcast about something this week. We've just finished our evolution series. So that is now over. We've we've evolved for the last few episodes. <laughs> now we're evolving into some new topics here. And basically, I asked Jill today at like 5 o'clock, or maybe it wasn't 5, maybe it was like 3.30, we need to podcast before we go on vacation so we at least have one episode that we can put out there. So we will likely not have an episode next week. But this week, it was like, we need to do something. Jill's like, well, let's just do something, you know, where we just talk about whatever. And, and so I was went over to the sauna. Jill's like, think of a topic while you're in the sauna. And, and it hit me like two minutes into it because Jill just had something amazing happen today. And it's been kind of the story of our lives since we've thought about moving down here to Charlottesville and now that we're here like just things keep happening and so I wanted to talk about how when the universe calls you to something that you should run towards it and not fear it not back away and Jill why don't you share the news I don't even know if you've shared this news with like family or not no I haven't so this will anybody she will have shared the news with family by the time you're hearing this, but this is her really for the first time telling her, telling everybody what she was just called to today. <laughs> well, I had an interview today, a soft interview over the phone, which is interesting. I've never had a phone interview, and I know that's like a thing that a lot of people do now. Have you ever interviewed? Yes, I've interviewed. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Shut the... Ugh, Nicholas. Anyway, I had an interview today and I basically said yes to a job job. Not just like a side job. Well, it's kind of like part-time, but it's still like, I think it's a big deal. It is a big deal. Yeah. Um, We're keeping everybody on their toes right now. <laughs> They're waiting with bated breath. Oh man. Um, I'm going to be an educator slash teacher, whatever you want to label it. To me, it's just like a, a guider um, of a pretty epic, I call it farm school, even though it has nothing to do with quote unquote farming. school. <laughs> well, actually it does. It's going to be teaching like some farming skills actually. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to be learning a lot through that process. Um, to me, it remind it's like not a forest school, but more of like a farm school because it literally is on a farm, on an orchard and it is ages three through six and it's two days a week and five hours a day and I get to bring Lucille with me and we get to be outside wandering, exploring, 
creating, learning, communicating with other families, other kiddos, and eating organic food, things from the farm. Um, And it's in an area about 40 minutes from us in Crozet. So it's amongst the mountains and it's a beautiful drive. I, I can't really say anything that I'm not looking forward to with this position. And it's still, it hasn't hit me yet that I've said yes and that this is <laughs> happening because it kind of unfolded rather quickly, just like our move here to Charlottesville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it did unfold quickly. And, and I think that's a, a good segue into like, well, how did this opportunity fall into your lap, basically? Like, again, it's like one of those things where you're not looking for anything specifically, like you weren't going through the newspaper circling ads. I'm, I'm dating myself here. But (laughs) circling help wanted ads like you weren't looking for anything. But, you know, this just kind of like a lot of things have happened to you in the last two or three years just kind of fell on your lap. So what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, and I think I may have talked about this a little bit in our last episode about community. Just the act of putting yourself out there fully, um, connecting with people, not being afraid to just be who you are, put your vibe out there, put your weird out there and just to see, just to see what happens. And it's okay if things don't work out, but when opportunities come, I'm like, this is, this is really awesome. So one of my friends who I've met through Instagram, just one of those moments of putting myself out there, meeting her, we became really good friends, like on our first, I guess you could call it a friend date. And she had found this, this kind of, I'll call it farm school, um, with her kids. And she told me about it. She's like, oh my God, it's so cool. Like my son was like climbing on the orchard trees, just doing his thing. And it just sounded really wild and free. And I was like really intrigued. I said, well, that sounds cool. I'm going to look into that. So she gave me the information and I reached out to the person in charge and set up a tour. So we showed up um, the tour. They were having lunch. So we joined in their lunch, just hanging out with the little crew. And she just kind of shows me around the barn and all the different like um, interactive toys they have for the kids to manipulate and play and create in the little art area. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is a fucking dream. Like I'm on a farm, <laughs> there's a giant barn and there's just kids playing and running around and digging and just doing a lot of things on their own independently. And then we walked to the orchard, went on a little hike and then had a picnic and came back. And I was just like, this is awesome. We we're definitely going to sign up to come on Thursdays because it is a currently a two, a two day um, program. And I think it will be turning into a three day program and then possibly a five day program in larger picture. But so we leave and I forgot to mention that while I'm there, I'm sitting and talking to um, one of the instructors. She's kind of like an intern, but she's going to be leaving. And she was just asking me about like what made me come to the area and all that stuff. So I'm telling her that, you know, I I was a teacher for 12 years. I quote unquote retired. And we we came here because of the slower pace of living, the nature scene, like all that Charlottesville has to offer in the surrounding areas. And she said, wow, that's so interesting. She said, I'm actually going to be leaving in a short while because she's going to Africa because she is a student and she's doing some more work with her degree. 
And I'm like, wow, that's so cool. You're going to Africa. She's like, yeah, I'm going to be gone for three months. She's like, we're actually going to be needing a teacher. And she's like, I'm not sure if you're interested. And I'm just like, huh? And nothing really like pinged me at that time. I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm not looking to teach again. Like I, I'm not, that wasn't even in my, my radar. Like, I don't know if I want to do anything structured, um, that maybe will tie me down. I like having like a loose script that we can kind of like ebb and flow and travel. So she said that to me and I, it hit me and I was just like, huh, interesting. And then I was talking to the person in charge and just letting her know that, you know, I used to be a teacher cause she was asking about my past and she said, well, it's funny you say that. She's like, we actually are looking for a teacher because we have somebody who's leaving and I'm looking for a really good candidate. And I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't think anything of it. And then <laughs> um, I get home and the person in charge of it, she sends me this really nice email. Like, thank you for coming with Lucille and visiting. I hope you guys had a great time and you know, look forward to hearing more, what you thought of it. And if you have any questions, let me know. So I'm like, great. And then told her we're signing up. We come back the next week, show up and just diving right into free play. The kids are just like doing their thing and didn't really talk at all about the the job again, but I was there and she was kind of short a helper. So she said, I hope you don't mind. I knew you were going to be here with Lucille because she kind of asked me to stay with her for her first day just to make sure everything was good because in this program, the parents can stay if they want, right. or they can drop off and leave their kids, um, which most parents do. There is a few that stay and volunteer. So I was like, yeah, no problem. So I was kind of like her helper, helping like um, just do responsibilities with the kids, like fetching buckets of water so they could water the plants in the garden and just like helping with lunchtime. I was like heating up sausages and getting them for the kids. By the way, I didn't tell you, they serve sausages and hard-boiled eggs. That's fantastic. Amongst other fruit and vegetables and things. So like, the, the spread that she puts out is pretty magical. Did Lucille have an egg or sausage? She did not. But <laughs> the reason why is because she had tuna fish on mm. the way there because the program does start at 11. So it's 11 to 4. So okay. she was hungry. So it's it's like finding that rhythm. She definitely likes eating in the car since a 40-minute drive. So that's like our way of getting food in her because I think she's so excited about all of the options with fruit and everything else. And, oh, and she makes, like, these homemade, like, energy balls with, like, peanut butter and oats and dates and stuff. So Lucille We used to was, do that. We did, yeah. Oh, my God. They were so good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we get, I get there, and I'm helping her out. I'm interacting with the kids, just basically stepping in, like, an assistant teacher in a way. Uh, and the day goes great. Um, and then, you know, I say goodbye, and we leave. I was just letting her know that we're going to be coming back, but we're going to be missing a lot of dates in the spring. So we can't sign up for the full session, but we can do like the drop-in days. Anyway, so great day. Come home. Get another email that night just saying, hey, Jill, it was so great. Uh, I hope that everything went well. And she was like, I know today was kind of chaotic with the other um, helper not there, but thanks for stepping in. And she was just saying how much Lucille's fitting in and um, more or less helping her son because she has two kids as well that her son like is like, pretty much enamored by Lucille and like loves interacting with Lucille and come to find out um, the mom was basically telling me that like he's way less needy and needs me because Lucille's here and like interacts with him and plays like it's hysterical. So um, she's been really fascinated with just that interaction and relationship developing. And then she sends me another email basically, Hey, this is the the teaching opportunity I was, I mentioned 
And she gives me the details about what she's looking for, her wish list, and a lot of things are open, like salary is open, you know, how many hours you want to work is kind of open. And I'm like, this is really fascinating because I'm looking at her wish list and everything on her wish list, like it checks off. Like I, I have that, I have that, like I'm certified. I have experience. Um, I'm definitely conscious, gentle parenting. Well, all the labels of parenting, like her style, ours are definitely like similar, just like really enthusiastic, you know, energetic. And I'm looking at it and I, I respond back and I was like, you know, I, I think I'm really interested and <laughs> I'm going to work on my resume and I haven't <laughs> made a resume in quite some time. Do you even have one? <laughs> I do now. You do now. You were kind of impressed, right, Nick? I oh, did it looks good. good. Yeah. Canva. Canva's amazing, man. Canva's awesome. I don't even pay for Canva, but I use it all the no, time. The free version gives you just enough yeah. to get by. So I whipped up. I was really excited and in the zone, like whipping up my, had my like little headshot <laughs> on my resume and just put in some details that I thought were ideal and you know, try to get, stay to the point. I feel like you can get really carried away in a resume. Like what don't I put in basically? Cause mm-hmm. it can just be like too wordy. But anyway, I created that and I sent it to her like two hours later and just said, yeah, here it is, you know, and that's it. And I was telling Nick, like, he's like, well, are you really like excited about this? And I said, I'm not sure yet. And I was like, <laughs> when I first found out it was definitely not a hell yeah. And the more I'm thinking about it and it's soaking in, I'm like, this is basically my dream teaching job. Like right. if I were to create a dream teaching environment, it would be on an orchard or at a farm amongst nature. It would be wild and free, like very um, open and some structure, but you know, a lot of just like the kids just allowing them to be them and thrive in who they are and just being there as a guide. I mean, we're eating organic food. She's all about teaching kids skills about like health and nutrition and well-being and mindset, like everything I embody. I'm like, I mean, this is basically has my name all over it. (laughs) And the more I started thinking about it and daydreaming about it, I was terrified at the same time, but I was like really starting to get excited. And I'm like, I think this is really growing on me. So... Um, she just says, thanks, you know, so much. And she said, I would love to set up, um, a soft interview with you. Am I rambling too much? Nick? No, I like, and I okay. like the word soft interview. Yeah. I think she may have used the word casual, but I kind of casual, casual soft. Yeah, yeah. Either one. It makes it seem less intimidating. So yeah. we set up, um, a phone call and, um, uh, it was today. <laughs> so I get on the phone with her. And just a mere few hours ago. Just Yeah, really. And, you know, Lucille's on a tablet doing her thing, having her ice cream treat. And it was funny. Her kids were actually in the background like, Mom, I need more ice cream. And I'm like, are your kids on a screen eating ice cream too? And she's like, yeah, they're watching a movie. I was like, it's funny what we, what we do to distract our children so we can have an interview call. Uh, so get on the phone. She's just telling me all about what her vision is, her goal with this program. And she just, she asked me a question that was, I thought was pretty good. She said, what's the one thing that you truly miss from teaching that you haven't had since leaving? And that was like a really easy answer. It was like, um, interacting with the kids. I was like, I miss building relationships with kids. I miss seeing their creativity and their essence like come out in giving them time to just be them and explore. 
I said, in the setting I was, I felt, you know, there's a lot of pressure to do certain things, like be very scripted, very procedural. But when I opened the doors and let go of control, it was like, oh my God, that gives you goosebumps seeing what the kids come up with, their ideas, the conversations you have, um, the life skills that can come out of just being with them. And I have said, I truly miss being immersed in that. Like I am immersed in a way with my daughter, sure, but not to the degree of when you're surrounded with 30 children. It's like a heavy immerse and it's a lot of energy draining too, but it's just, it's electrifying to be in that environment. So I told her that and I was just reaffirming, you know, she's never been a um, teacher in a public school before, but I basically told her, I think I said, what you're doing, creating this space for children just to be explore and not say, we're going to go from this activity to this activity, to this activity. I was like, I, I don't think you realize how amazing that is and how rare it is to find a program that ebbs and flows that way is that provides space for the kids to explore for a long time, but then, you know, contracts and comes back to a little bit of structure, maybe a story, maybe a song, um, you know, whatever that is. And then immediately go back and contract to like giving the kids space to be them and just seeing what unfolds and what comes up. And she was just saying how, how, how much she valued that perspective at, for me coming from a setting that was in a public school um, setting because she feel, felt like she wasn't doing enough. So I feel like I have this great purpose in helping balance out what she's doing and just reaffirming that the direction she's going, I think is incredible. And it's really cool to put what things that I that weren't serving me in the public education system and to trickle out the things, the, the golden things that I thought were amazing that did blossom when I was amongst the children. So, I mean, I'm getting more excited just talking about this now with you. And it's funny, like before I'm like, yeah, I don't really know. But now it's just like, wow, like I feel like it's come full circle. Everything that I've dreamed about and thought about in like an education, I don't want to say program, but just an atmosphere that like embraces natural learning and kids. Like I get to be a part of that and maybe help, um, maybe open eyes to parents, maybe who don't value it or know the value in it yet. And just kind of be that person. Like I, I was on the other side and I'm on this side and I can tell you like, this is where the true magic happens. And maybe yeah. just reaffirm parents that, you know, what you're doing is enough and that learning is going to happen, whether or not it's scripted and it's in a formal lesson or, you know, it's in a, a math lesson or a la- a math workbook like this this is where learning happens and just to trust the process which I know is really hard to do but seeing both sides of it I'm just I feel like I get to be that connector which is kind of exciting to think about yeah so this is certainly like you had mentioned at the beginning something that happened relatively quickly like it's it seemed like a lot happened but this time frame is really what 2 weeks yeah. And you know, what's wild is that, um, I was just looking back in my planner. So in our ink and vault planners, which we've talked about many times each month, you get to pick a theme. So the theme that I picked for the month of March was C's 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 like the S-E- letter E S E I Z E. Oh, C's C's. C's. Sorry. If I not said like C's the day. Yes. And it was basically like seize the hell yeahs, seize the opportunities, you know, seize what feels right. And then this all unfolded this month. And I was like, fudge, this is weird. (laughs) Well, it's, I feel like because you do a lot of this 
like spiritual stuff you do a lot of this journaling working you know on yourself and and putting down your thoughts i feel like this is part of those things that just kind of bring in all of these amazing opportunities this isn't the only opportunity that's just like fell on your lap here in, in in charlottesville you had your first nannying gig kind of fell in your lap some neighbors were were walking outside with their their son and you happened to be outside and you got to talking and then boom next thing you know you're nannying him for three days a week and then that's led into a, another nannying job that you do just one day a week and it's because i feel like you've put yourself out there you just do all of these positive things and and when you put all that positive energy into the universe i feel like it attracts just people and opportunities and whatnot so i feel like it all started when we decided to move here to charlottesville it was one of those things where there was like no barriers it Mm. just seemed like the right thing for us to do the next logical step for us to do and we'll tell you that we'll look back on this and we have zero regrets for for moving here in fact we think it's one of the best decisions that we could possibly make as a couple as a family what have you but i feel like ever since that happened just a lot of good things have been happening and especially with you being able to put yourself out there go on a first friend date and and those (laughs) kinds of things i mean all this stuff happened and it's just created so many amazing opportunities not only for you but for lucille and our family Mm. i think there's definitely something about that initial step like us leaving our our comfort zone like we left friends family that we were surrounded by and grew up and knew like that was all we knew like we've only lived there so i think there's something really wild that happens when you finally cut that umbilical cord of your safety net your comfort and you jump into something unknown but really exciting and you just trust that it's it's all gonna it's all gonna work out and after that happens it's like how do how do i keep doing that like how do i keep putting what I want out, like, like you said, putting that vibe out there or just constantly seeking out things that, that excite us and that are fun Mm -hmm. and following that. And it makes you want to say yes to more unknown things and try them out, which I feel like has led to, I mean, a lot of these opportunities, you're right. I haven't sought out work at all. They all just kind of landed here in my lap, so to say. (laughs) And it's really cool to see how each time I was just like, man, nannying, what's that going to be like? Like, is the kid going to jive with Lucille? Like every opportunity, I was always like, I'm excited because I get to work. I get to play with kids and be with Lucille, which is like what I write about. Like on my journal, I just write about like, you know, what the fun in my life is like dream Mm -hmm. jobs. Like what would it be? Be outside It'd be playing. We're learning together. We're growing. I'm amongst other like-minded individuals who are open and I'm learning and growing alongside her. It just seems that it just, I forgot where I was going with this. (laughs) (laughs) Basically what I wanted to say was that all of the situations sound terrifying in some degree. There's a little bit of fear. Sure. What if? Yeah. And I'm here to say if your excitement trumps the what ifs, fucking go for it. Absolutely. Because for every scenario, you're always going to think, what if? And that's that's always been in the back of my head. And I try to like push that down. Like, 
it's okay. I've had these thoughts before. <laughs> and usually it's, it, it's never what you think, or it's never mm-hmm. what you expect. And it's always so much better. Um, it almost, it also eliminates the potential for regret mm. in the future. Yeah. Just saying you you might look back and you know, that farm opportunity may have been one of the, the dream job of mine and you might not have even given a mm-hmm. thought, but two years down the line, you might, you know what, that, that might've been something I wanted to do. The fact that you're giving it a shot, you can always, if, if it doesn't work out, yeah. you can always leave or whatever. I hope it works out because it sounds like an amazing opportunity, but like we thought the same thing when we moved down to Charlottesville. Like if this doesn't work out, we can always move back. Like we, you kind of have a safety net. Like you, there's a lot of folks who are always like, you know, I can't go back or whatever. And it's just like, no, we can, like, you just, you have to do it. You have to give it a shot. So I feel like that also is another thing is, is like, because you're doing this, you can always look back on, you won't look back on it with any regrets. And I feel like with every opportunity, we always say, I think we always say we can always go back, but from what has seemed to happen, it's, it's not that we ever go back. We're like, there's no going back. It's, yeah. We burned it's the just... boats when we got to shore. So that was, that <laughs> it's was almost, done. It's just like there, it's just a different path, right? It's just like, we're never going back to where we were because we we're too far now. It's just like, we're just going to take another path. If that, doesn't seem and, and here's the thing the other mindset I feel like I have now there's no really such thing as failure like I could do this opportunity and and of course like evolving mm-hmm. like we podcast about is part of life so eventually I mean I'm not going to be doing it forever but it's going to evolve into something else but this opportunity could lead to what's next on my path Correct. it's it's a, and it's a growing experience too like yeah. if it doesn't work out you learn from it and you grow and you make different decisions but yeah to your point i think it's more of like that it's like you know what could this lead to potentially yeah it's just a stepping stone into what's next and right now i'm just going to try to remain in the moment in the present and hell yeah really work and put my whole self fully into this position and just see what happens it's just exciting to think about though but i appreciate you letting me like talk about this nick i think that's it's fun to it just seemed fitting Yeah. And I think it's something that I would like to hear too, if other people experience these kind of uh, moments of, I don't know, synchronicity or just like when doors just seem to open in a way that just seems right. And it just flows versus like, seems like there's a lot of friction and forcing something to happen. I I love to hear those stories because I think that empowers people just to let go of control and surrender and to be more open and putting themselves fully out there. So Thanks for letting me share about it. And I hope I did it well and didn't ramble too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's fun to, to reflect on and we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll have to report back <laughs> in the next three episodes. <laughs> the, I know, what are we going to talk about? We're, we're almost well, to we'll the end. We'll figure it out. We are. Yeah, I know, we'll see. I guess we'll see what unfolds. Yeah. All right, well, Jilly, mm. do you have any resources for our listeners? I do. I found a blog post. <laughs> that was titled five ways to let universe to let the universe bring what you want every time thought it felt fitting it does feel fitting every single one of us has the power to actively open the window to let the universe conspire in bringing what we want and most importantly bringing what we need every time here are the simple steps on how to do so number one Know exactly what you want and why you want it because the universe doesn't want to bring a random order. And in each one of these, it dives deep, deeper. I'm just not going to read all of them. Give us the cliff notes. (laughs) Number two, 
be ready to go all out. And that means ready to work crazily hard while enjoying the journey of rise and lots of falls. Definitely like, you know, give it your all. Put yeah. yourself fully in it. I think like we talk about give it 110%. that. 110%. 110%. Number three, put yourself out there. Let it find you. The universe is not going to knock at your bedroom door. Mm. So get out. <laughs> You've done that. Yep. Number four, know when to say no and when to say yes, which I think can be sometimes a hard thing to discern if you don't do the work to know who you are, what you want. Right. Um, I think that can get very hazy. So I feel like creating more space in our lives, simplifying it to make it be to, to be more intentional. I feel like it really forces you to do that work and to get really clear on what your values are. What do you dream of your life being like, feeling like, looking like? So grateful for that. And number five, listen to the signs and take the leap, which I think it could be the hardest. That is the hardest part. It's like dropping fear and just doing the damn thing. And then there was this, it wasn't from this blog post, but I saw it and I thought it was really, I don't want to say catchy, but it was basically like a an addition equation. It said clarity plus alignment plus action equals manifestation. And I think that's so true. I know I didn't use the word manifest, but basically what, what just happened was like a form of manifestation. It certainly was. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I thought that was something to add in there. I like it. All right. And how about that quote of the day there, Jilly? The quote of the day is by Nancy Thayer. The universe is always speaking to us, sending us little messages, causing coincidences and serendipities, reminding us to stop, to look around, to believe in something else, something more. That's it. I love it. (laughs) All right. And your take action challenge today is, Jilly? I think it's just to get clear on what you want and just to put that vibe out there fully. Put it out there. set out the vibe (laughs) all right folks well we are going to be down to our last three episodes here after this one of course we had mentioned at the beginning that we are going to be taking the next week off so we hope you'll join us as we count down the final three episodes of simplified chaos and if you can do us a favor if you like today's episode can you help us spread the message you can do this by writing a review or simply sharing this episode with a friend And remember, sharing sparks a conversation, conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week. See y'all later.